Welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. I'm your host, Amobi Okugo. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. So before we get started, I would like to kindly ask if you can please leave a glowing review or share with a friend. Uh, we just want to increase the content um, credibility of our platform. You know, um, we just want to spread the good word on what it means to be a frugal athlete. Um, so we really appreciate your support. And if you can kindly do that, thank you. So let's dive right into it. Um, Last week, if you were returning, um, you know that we kind of changed up the format. We're going to go with, you know, three to four major stories and then fill in the rest with bank shots or quick tidbits, quick news that happened throughout the week. Um, A lot has happened since we last spoke. So I just want to dive right into it. Uh, Recently, you know, it came under a couple articles about how Zion Williamson, um, the Duke star who just declared for the NBA draft, how his social media presence is going to change the landscape for all his future endorsement deals. And I really, um, it's really cool to talk about, really cool to dissect how social media has changed over the years and how it continues to help athletes in more ways than one. Um, also, Jake Plummer, former portable quarterback, um, what he's learned about from being a quarterback to now co-founding a startup. Um, just talk about different lessons he's learned, how his career on the field helped him off the field. Uh, Michael Avenatti, um, if you know him for his, um, well, he's been in recent, he's been in news recently for a, a lot of things. Um, you know, he's represented Stormy Dan, Stormy Daniels in, in that particular case. Um, he's gone on a one man wrecking show against Nike. And now he's been uh, reportedly um, sued or arrested for embezzling up to $2 million to Hassan Whiteside. So we're going to talk about that, dive into that a little bit. And lastly, you can't forget about the diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, who recently um, became a board of directors for Papa John's. Papa John's recently, um, not recently, but came under scrutiny a little bit a while ago um, for some racial remarks by the founder. Um, So we want to talk about how, as an athlete, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal was able to become um, board of directors. And um, as he as you know it or has he self-described a triple threat for Papa John's. Um, And there's some little tidbits that we want to cover. Uh, So with that being said, let's get started. So Zion Williamson, he's not even a professional athlete yet. He Spent his first year, her freshman year at Duke. Um, he broke headlines week after week. Duke's TV ratings were up tremendously. They actually compared to uh, marquee NBA games. And uh, Darren Heitner, um, a lawyer based in Florida, spoke with ESPN about how, you know, Zion Williamson is going to change the landscape when it comes to future endorsement deals for himself because of his social media presence. On Instagram, he has about 3.1 million followers, continues to grow. Twitter, he has a couple hundred thousand followers, continues to grow. Um, he hasn't scratched the surface of his playing abilities yet. And so for him to have this um, this platform or this popularity just speaks to the volume of how big social media 
is today for athletes. And it's only going to continue to grow. Um, he even announced that he was attending or leaving school via Instagram. He didn't do it through another platform. He didn't announce it to ESPN or through a local uh, news outlet. He went straight to the source, straight to the consumer, straight to the customer through his own platform. And it just speaks to the um, the change, the changing of the guards as it as it pertains to athletes and social media presence and brand endorsements. Um, you can make a whole career just simply by applying yourself to your community. Um, what and it doesn't have to be, you know, three point one million followers per se. But if you have a niche and you can stick to that niche and it aligns with your brand and your community and your personality, you can make a living. It's almost it's I don't want to say you're playing or your 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 personal brand is almost um, as important as your playing ability, but it's slowly, slowly creeping up there because your personal brand can make, be the difference between you getting signed for someone else getting signed because they're able to identify with you outside of just your playing ability. Um, Zion Williamson, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the shoe contract he signs and how much he signs for and the other deals that um, align with what he wants and what he plans to get. If you look at last year, Patrick Mahomes, he spent the whole first year waiting. He knew he could assign deals right off the bat. And if you don't know who Patrick Mahomes is, he's the um, the all-star or NFL, sorry, they do Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl star, Kansas City Chiefs young quarterback. Um, he spent his first year on the bench learning from Alex Smith. And then his second year, he really exploded, uh, won MVP honors and really just change the game as we know it um, with his gunslinging approach. But him and his agent decided that his whole first year when he just got shot into the spotlight, they weren't going to, you know, sign the deals, the first deals that came their way. It was more about, you know, strategically analyzing the situation, analyzing with uh, analyzing brands that aligned with what he wanted for himself, what they envisioned for himself down the road. And now now that he's in this offseason, heading into this third year, he's established himself. The deals are coming in like wildfire. He recently signed a deal with Essentia, recently signed a deal with um, Adidas, big contract with Adidas, and um, Heinz. Um, the deals keep coming on and on. And I feel like it's going to be this way with uh, Zion Williamson. Deals, are, deals and brands are going to be chomping at the bits to get with them, but it's important for him to strategically – place and align himself with brands that align with his vision. Um, another uh, another tidbit about how social media is changing. Uh, there's an article on front office sports about uh, an undrafted, an undrafted rookie uh, for the San Diego. Oh, sorry, not San Diego anymore. Los Angeles chargers, Austin El- Elkler and how he's using YouTube to expand his notoriety amongst um uh, social media and around around the nation in his sport. You know, he was an undrafted undrafted rookie, so not a lot of people knew about him, but he's using YouTube to expand on his his platform as an athlete. And he's doing a great job, you know. It's not about getting 100,000 subscribers in the first week. He even mentions that he only has 300 or 400 subscribers, but through repetition, through consistent content, through um showcasing himself and um and talking about himself he's going to continue to grow and even if he doesn't grow he has 300 subscribers that align with 
who he is as a person. And I just want people to understand that is very important. You know, align with people that align with you. You don't have to get everyone in your market. Get people that are willing to connect with you on a personal level. Uh, moving to the second story, Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer he used to be quarterback for Carolina Panthers. If you guys remember him, uh, Pro Bowl. I think he went to a Super Bowl. But he's now the co-founder of a startup uh, that actually is a really cool startup. Uh, make sure you check out the newsletter for more information uh, that like digitizes playbooks. But he talks about how being a quarterback translated to his success as a startup entrepreneur. Um, and I quote, being a quarterback, I realized I was already so immersed in business, but I didn't know it. You've got to be able to really play a lot of different roles. So as the business side of things has come around, I've learned a lot about it. It's really been an easier transition than I thought. Just because as a quarterback, you've got to know your personnel, right? That's what he said in an article with uh, Front Office Sports about how uh, his transition to startup world has really, um, really, really found his calling in that realm. Um, I just want to talk about that because athletes now, you see a lot of athletes in the venture capital space, the startup space, starting businesses. And it's really important to not, you know, not lose confidence because your skill sets, your experiences, your personality aligns with many of the same traits that make these very same entrepreneurs successful. And Jake Plummer is another example of that. Uh, third story. Shaquille O'Neal, Diesel, Superman, doctor, uh, comedian, uh, businessman, franchise owner. Uh, he recently signed on as board of directors for Papa John's. Um, Papa John's was facing some struggles recently with uh, their former CEO's uh, racial remarks, but they're looking to bounce back in a big way. And uh, one of that one of those ways is hiring uh, Shaquille O'Neal as board of directors. And I think it's been over. It has it actually, it's been understated how difficult it really is to become a board of directors, especially as an athlete. And it speaks to the testament Shaq has done as a businessman. Some firms, and this was found a great article by Michael Reedy uh, on Forbes about how companies they hire big agencies, HR firms, to look for potential candidates when it comes to hiring their board of directors. You know, board of directors, it's not just, you know, you stick your name on a board of directors and you just, you know, go on a weekly calls. You actually have to do, you have to have a strong expertise and and knowledge surrounding the sector that you're representing. And Shaq, obviously, with his restaurant experience and his um, ability to promote brands, he's a great value add for the company. But it just speaks to the testament of how hard it is for him as an athlete to get into this position. But it's also a great, it's a great indicator of the potential of athletes moving forward. Shaq is not, the, is not going to be the only one um, that's going to be board of directors. And keep in mind, this board of directors of a public company, not a private company, not a charity, not your own personal uh, business, a public company that's publicly traded. Um, so make sure you check that article out. It'll definitely be on the newsletter. I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. 
um, some of the qualities that Shaq possesses and how it translates to being a board of directors. Uh, last story that I really want to dive into is Michael Avenatti. Uh, you may know about him um, for his representation of Stormy Daniels or his call out against Nike. Um, but he most recently was reportedly um, sued for embezzling up to $2 million against Hassan Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside's a basketball player, used to play for the Sacramento Kings, uh, currently plays for Miami Heat. Um, Sometimes, I don't know if he's been injured recently, but yeah, $2 million. Let's, Let's talk about it. There's a lot to unpack first because Hassan Whiteside apparently was in a dispute with an ex-girlfriend and um, Michael Avenatti was the lawyer that was going to handle this dispute and uh, make sure the payments were um, um, were justified or were made on time or were fulfilled. Um, so I want to talk about Hassan Whiteside first. Um, you can't you have to avoid situations with significant others or former significant others where you're not even married or something happens and you're making payments of up to $2 million. That means something very bad happened. If you're willing to pay up to $2 million for that, um, I don't want to judge because I do not know the situation. The article did not confide in the situation of why he's making payments up to $2 million, but he did. So fellow athletes, be smarter with who you choose as your significant other. Lindsey Vaughn, in an interview with Uninterrupted, out of all the advice she had when it came to money management and financial uh, practices, she said, make sure you choose the right partner. So for someone else to say that, for this example to come up, it's very important. You know, divorce rates are already 50%. Um, I don't even want to talk about the stats when it comes to athletes after their careers are over. Um, not even during their careers over, um, child support, different things like that. You know, I don't want to talk about statistics, but in terms of the sports world, they're very high. So it's it's important to be smart when it comes to uh, when it comes to choosing your significant other, making sure um, you guys have that financial talk, or um, just have your bearings in order. So now let's get to Michael Avenatti. He's supposed to be the lawyer that's handling the dispute, the payments. But unfortunately, he never did his job. So now Hassan Whiteside, who he thought was making payments to his ex-girlfriend, is actually just paying for Avenatti's expenses or bills or whatever. So it's really important to make sure you're reading the contracts, following up. Um, doing your due diligence with who you're working with as a lawyer, um, because if they would if they would have done a, their due diligence background check, they would have known Michael Avignani has been r- reportedly in this situation before. And a background check is not very hard to do; it takes about a day if you can hire someone. It takes time out of your day; you save yourself money. Um, so I'd really recommend it for athletes to avoid this situation. And it's, it's really tough because you see, it's almost once a week, you see, you hear athlete stories. And this is not what we want a fruit athlete to be about. We want to talk about positive stories, but we feel that sometimes we got to share these stories to help other athletes avoid these situations. 
David Byrne from Bright Lights LLC, he talked about, you know, how uh, financial advisors, managers, lawyers are able to defraud these professional athletes. And he talks about it simply being, you know, a lack of financial literacy and a concept called the the fraud triangle, which talks about, you know, greed and opportunity amongst the, um, the very people that are handling your money. So make sure you definitely check out the newsletter for uh, more insight on that. But it just it's just it just it's just disheartening to see another story of someone trying to keep something private, you know, with this former significant lover, uh, partner or lover, whoever. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, this gets out because uh, someone embezzling their money. Um, so that's basically it. Uh, some more bank shots. Uh, there's been a big influx of deal flow when it comes to athletes. Um, Andre Iguodala recently signed on as a brand ambassador, uh, board of directors for African e-commerce platform Jumia. Uh, Two EPL players, Raheem Sterling and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, invested in Stats. Uh, If you don't know Stats, if you watch sports, it's those those bras that the soccer players wear under their uniforms to track their, like, movements. And um, so, yeah, it should be interesting to hear more about that. Uh, And Dominic Sue invested in this new Hungry app, um, which is like an app, a hungry app that is supposed to change the way chefs cater food to businesses. And uh, Japanese soccer star Kasuka Honda uh, invested in esports. And what I would like to point out is the diversity amongst athletes and what they're investing in. You got e-commerce, you got sports tech, you got food, you got food delivery, sorry, and esports. This just shows you the amount of deal flow that's coming to these athletes. And it also shows the variety of deal flow that athletes can get into and how they provide value add in many different ways. For example, Sue, why is he invested in um, a food app? Well, athletes eat food. Athletes also cater food to their teams, to their uh, front office staff after games, before games. Um, so he's able to provide insight in that way. Esports, we all know FIFA. Sports tech, we all we wear those products. We're able to provide data, insights, what we like about it, what we don't like about it. Igadala, in his circumstance, he's Nigerian, so he identifies with the platform being an African e-commerce platform, and also e-commerce. You know, he's able to provide insight through his relationships in Silicon Valley. So this just points out that as athletes, you're able to provide value in more than just sports. And when it comes to venture capital or, you know, startups or businesses, you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. Find your own lane. Um, So I thought that was really important. Uh, But that's about it. You know, we like to keep these under 20 minutes. Um, If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you share with a friend. We also on the newsletter for more insights there. Um, but yeah, tune in next week. Appreciate you guys tuning in.